love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. Says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fits Happens Live from our radio hub for Wednesday. It's December 18th, 2019. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Right over there, his name is Drew. It's beginning to feel a lot like Christmas, mostly because you can't get within three blocks of the mall now. Huh. I had to go pick something up, and I was like, forget it. Yeah. yeah. You still go to the mall? Well, there was a store next they, to the mall. I couldn't even get in the neighborhood but of the mall. don't they have Amazon now? Yeah, but there was something I had to pick up the... I guess I could have Amazon. They don't. Now I'm going to start. <laughs> hey, what's going on with you, Claire? Oh, I got hit by hashtag Whamageddon. My day is oh. over. But you know what? It's okay because now I feel like I'm free to listen to any Christmas music I want in without been fear. Released. I've been released. That's Whamageddon. How I yeah, when yep. you hear um, what's-his-face, uh, George Michael, mm-hmm. last Christmas, that means you've been whammed out. That's right. It's the- you- you're you're in Whamageddon. You're done so the, for the year. The way you're putting it, you actually when you lose, you win. When it comes way, to getting Whamageddon, in a way, it, it, because I'm p- competitive, I really wanted to be the last one of us to make it to December 24th. But I have to admit, <laughs> now that it's happened, I'm I'm released from the burden of Christmas music. Right. I can listen to whatever I want now. Right of the youngin, what's going on with you? Oh, I'm losing my mind. I, I'm literally a day away from seeing the new Star Wars movie. Hmm. This is it. This is the end of the Skywalkers. This This is is what you've been waiting for? My entire life has been built around this. I don't know what to do afterwards. Well, (laughs) you're headed down a a major road of depression, my friend. (laughs) Because it's over. Oh, no. (laughs) Yep. Get used to it. Don't worry. The Mandalorian's not going anywhere. That's right. And the first of us to suffer the effects of Whamageddon, our host, The Fitz. By the way, Ryder the Youngin, I am not going to go play PlayStation with you and your girlfriend this weekend in PJ's. Is that weird that he that basically is... asked me to get in my PJs and come over and have like a little PlayStation party? Dude. It would be a little weird if he asked you to come play PlayStation. The fact that he specifically said pack PJs, very Dude, strange. What do you mean it's weird? PJs are, are like the best. You just get a nice pair of pajama bottoms. Right. But why can't get... I wear what I want? And you and your girl, if you, you and your girl want to wear PJs, that's fine. But because then you're I'm gonna... just come over to play PlayStation and I'm not going to. You know, because I'm not even going to partake. There's a balance. You got to find a perfect balance. You're right. There is a balance, and you you need to respect my balance and my boundaries. Well, I respect yeah. your balance and your boundaries, but I was hoping that you would, you know, would step outside of your box a little more, and you would yeah. understand that the PJs are included in being a gamer. I'm not even that comfortable with being at someone's house if they're wearing PJs. <laughs> don't you feel like you're intruding on them if they're in their PJs? Not if yeah. they invited you. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool so with, with that, <laughs> anyway, to answer your question, I'm not going. What? And uh, we got a great show today, you guys. Stand by. Here comes Wednesday. Let's go. It happens live. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. I'm going to take you out of Tennessee now. It begins with. Sweet. (laughs) I like where this is going. Dude. A truck carrying 
5,000 pounds of M&M spilled on a Tennessee highway. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, it's sweet. <laughs> Tennessee, chocolate. Tennessee chocolate. Tennessee chocolate. Tennessee chocolate. Was it a hot day? You think they melted on the... On the highway, I don't know. not yes, in the truck. But not I in your hands. <laughs> I don't know if it was a highway s'more, Drew. Yeah. <laughs> well, let like let me have my dreams, okay? <laughs> let me have my dreams. <laughs> kind of reminds me of that scene, uh, you know, from Tommy Boy, where Tommy's M&M spilled all over the dashboard. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Are you okay here? They have a thin candy shell. Hmm. Surprised you didn't know that. I think your brain has a thick candy shell. You're... Your brain has the shell on it. Are you talking? Shut up, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain has you know a shell on it. One time outside my hometown of Bowie, Texas, uh, a candy truck also spilled on Highway 287, what? right there in North Texas, and the and so it, the word got out. And I mean, you should have saw my community. I have never been more disappointed in people in my life. <laughs> I've never seen my mom load up something so fast. <laughs> I mean, it was straight up like, you know, it was the end of days. Well, yeah. they can't when resell they, it at that point, so that's why true. not? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're saying just take it. Yeah, I just see your mom away. out there. Oh, my lands. Oh, oh my land. Loot away. Oh, my land. <laughs> Look at the, oh, it's Kit Kats. Oh. Um, all right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Japan. Lay them down easy. Wow, this is very bizarre. There's a company in Japan now selling do-it-yourself funeral kits for $240. Each one comes with a cheap wooden casket, a nice little instructional booklet, nice little urn in case the person wants to be cremated. And uh, isn't that interesting? Yeah. uh, That can't be legal, right? (laughs) Well, that's not the hard part of a funeral is putting a person in a box the hard part of the funeral is like putting them in the ground like yep. a, a legal place to put someone in the ground right, right. where does the box you can't go? just do it in yeah. the yard also, here's an urn in case you want to cremate them yeah it's not that simple yeah cremation's not easy yeah well come on man get you some gasoline nice little campfire come on you're good to go yeah I'm sorry. yeah i know what you're saying <laughs> it is bizarre uh I could show you how from a one-bedroom apartment, I created a $240 funeral kit just for you. <laughs> right. Get yours now. This creates oh, way man. more questions than it answers. All right, let's. Uh, there you go. You got the. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz happens live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz happens live. I do want to say that my friend Claire over here has been. Well, she has been a uh, a victim of Whamageddon. It has happened. It has happened. Whamageddon. Now, if you don't know oh. what Whamageddon is, that's the contest. Uh, that has been going on. It goes on till December 24th. When any time you hear Wham's Last Christmas, you know that last Christmas I gave you my heart. Man, the very next day you gave it away. Gave it away. Right. Now, it doesn't count when we're singing it. You have right. to hear the George Michael Wham version yeah. somewhere. Right. It doesn't but, count when you hear like Taylor Swift singing it either. That's right. No. You could hear any version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you hear... Uh, George Michael and Wham, mm-hmm. you're out. You have been whammed, a victim of Whamageddon. It mm-hmm. happened to me. I got nailed. Claire, you just got nailed recently. I did. You're in the park. I was at the Lights of Christmas. Beautiful event. Yes. Hanging out with a bunch of our snowhomies, waiting to shar- start our video shoot. And, and, it and, just, then, oh. and the next thing I knew, 
there it was. They I heard carpet the whamageddon to you. And the problem with <laughs> they blanket. Tell me they how did. it happened. Well, you know, they had the Christmas music playing, and it occurred to me, like, yeah. when I arrived, I thought, you know, I'm in the danger zone here. There is a yeah. very good chance that I'm going to hear, I'm going to hear Last, Last Christmas. Christmas. Mm. And then we were talking and hanging around the fire pit and waiting to go in, and, and suddenly I, I just, it was like a, a voice in the dark reaching out to me. Like just a whisper. Like, just like a whisper, like careless a whisper. It was a, it was a careless whisper. <laughs> Will you ever dance and again? I, I I actually thought about pretending it didn't happen, but guilty feet have got no rhythm, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I couldn't. Is and it also, easy to pretend? And I and I turned to I turned to Tex, and I said, Tex, I do believe we just got whamageddon. And, and what did he say to you? And he said. I won't tell if you don't tell. Oh, <laughs> Tex, what are you doing, Tex, man? Expect more out of you. That's not how it works, son. Where is your integrity, Tex? <laughs> yeah. your I integrity? thought you'd have a really cool, like, sort of and euphemistic thing. He's got those great sayings about everything. I thought he would, too. He was I stunned into silence. going to help me. Well, and then I looked yeah. across at the other Snohomies, and we all just hung our heads low and said, at least we went down together. You went down together. Yeah. You're yeah. really well, honest about now, it. Now, by the way, when you do hear it, you have to post and, and use the yes. hashtag, mm-hmm. Whamageddon, I've been whammed. And then you have to let everyone know when and where it happened. Yes, I will. I, I will it's like that. The Walking yes. Dead. Yeah. The Walking Whammed. I can imagine being the guy, yeah. whoever's in charge of like the overhead music at a shopping mall, just watching the monitors and just hovering Whamming his people. hand over that finger and <laughs> yeah. it's like, anyway. wham. Right. <laughs> You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. You know, you would think that the key to a healthy relationship is probably, you know, doing a lot of date nights, other things couples do, spending time together all the time, like my wife and I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, I've gotten it all wrong. Claire, I know you spend a lot of time with your wife. You guys are together a lot. Like, you guys are best friends. Absolutely. She's my best friend. Bethany's my best friend. Yeah. But apparently, we've been doing it all wrong. Apparently, we need to do it like Drew does it. Like, Drew never sees his girlfriend ever, right? What? That is not true. It's true, Drew. You never see her. Every single night. Yeah, I only see Emily on the weekend. Well, you guys do your... (laughs) All right, you're really good at your own activities. Yeah, we we are very independent with our activities. Uh Yes. They sort of do their own thing. But new study says 85% of people say that having me time where you're alone and you can do anything you want is the key to a good relationship. I absolutely agree with that. Wait, we, Sharon and I get plenty of me time. I think Bethy and I do too. Like when yeah. I go out in my truck in the driveway, <laughs> when the kids are being loud, uh-huh. I am by myself and that is my me time. But you have to leave your own home to oh, have yeah, me time? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. But well, you, are you brother, that story? For, for other dads, I know they go to their man cave or uh-huh. my dad used to go to the garage and smoke and drink. Right. But you're abandoning her with the noisy kids. <laughs> Where's her me time come in? Her me time goes when she, This that's a great question, when she goes to get her Cokes at McDonald's. Okay. Uh-huh. That's okay. That is her time uh, when she, she tells me she cranks up her music really freaking loud. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She goes to get her large drinks. I sit in the driveway and drink my Starbucks. So we uh-huh. just kind of alternate it. Oh, yeah. But we also spend a lot of time together. But I love it. Hopefully she loves it. Or I could be, you know, just really screwing up everything. <laughs> I don't think so. She well, seems pretty happy, dude. <laughs> yeah. The, they said the ideal amount is an average of 51 minutes a day. Or about six hours a week is all you should spend. And I'm like, what? To spend with your partner? Yeah. No what? way. An hour like a new- day? The ideal no. amount is an average of 51 minutes a day. Oh, for, for you time. For, yeah, for okay. The, okay. that makes sense. Okay. Ooh. Or six hours of you time so, during the week. Me time, an hour a day. 
So I probably get that amount of time in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on the Wi-Fi signal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or the oh, wife wow. signal. <laughs> or the wife signal. Right. All right, Drew, over to you. Choose your news. Since the beginning of the celebrity college admission scandal, we've all been wondering why Lori Loughlin's digging in so hard when other stars are taking their, their you know punishment, paying their fines, doing a couple days. And they have continued, she and her husband, to dig in and say, no, we're going to fight this to the end. Well, now we know a little bit more about their strategy. So Lori Loughlin and her money. husband, Massimo Giannulli, yeah. uh, just filed papers through their attorney this week um, claiming that the state is sitting on evidence that will actually clear their name in showing that they were really dupes, that they did not know why they were giving uh, Rick Singer $500,000 to get their daughters into college, but that he duped them into paying into the program. Um, it's kind of thin, but they are they are standing by. This is their entire defense. This is the they basis. Have been, they have been really silent, too. So I don't know. Maybe they think that they do have some sort of document mm. that says, okay, we, we spent this amount of money. So when he said, I want to go take pictures yeah. of your daughter standing next to rowing equipment and rowing machines, don't yeah. worry about it. I'll tell you about it later. They didn't yeah. find that a or little like fishy. When you see that your daughter is an all-star rower on, on her application, but you know she's never picked up an oar or sat in a boat, uh-huh. like, just in her entire that. life. Yeah. Right. All right. Keep us updated on that i will hey claire choose your news there's this aquarium in berlin that a few years ago was struggling to get anybody to come to it especially in the wintertime months so they started doing a little special christmas pageant in which santa claus a diver rather dressed as father christmas and a diver dressed as an angel go underwater and feed all the fish and the underwater sharks and eels and critters wow and now now you can't even get a ticket to get into the aquarium oh my god there are this is in berlin there are five thousand sea creatures in the underwater in this tank and santa and the angels swim around and feed them and everybody loves watching it santa and angels santa and an angel yeah they go down and they dive under and they and they feed the fish i mean i'm sure it's pretty but i just don't know how how i feel about santa diving and stuff it kind of takes away from what santa claus is hey santa's multi talented you don't think what do you think he does in his off time in the summers you don't think the fish have been naughty or nice and deserve a little uh little treat i think we've been naughty to the fish after all it's the humans that are killing those poor things well not the ones in the aquarium diving down and feeding them (laughs) nope that's why santa's there (laughs) fire fits (laughs) all right right of the youngin choose your news well it looks like a subway has been robbed and when i say subway yeah eat fresh subway it was robbed down in new mexico but when they figured out who robbed it it kind of blew everybody's mind the manager robbed it. Oh. But he said, or she said, sorry, she said that she did it to teach her employees a lesson of what could go wrong on the night shift. Right. Wow. She's 22 years old, hey. the manager of Subway, and robbed it to teach, again, a lesson. My employees, I had to steal $400 to prove to you <laughs> how easy how it is. Easy it is. <laughs> And oh. that there's consequences for your actions. Now you guys have to pay back that $400 that was stolen from this yeah. store. She was pretty young. I wonder if she went in there and was like, give me all the bread. And they started loading the bread. And she was like, no, I mean the money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there you go, you guys. Choose your news for Wednesday, December 18th, 2019. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Several of us are going to be taking some trips for the holidays. And, and obviously, uh, you know, Claire, I know you're going to be traveling. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see my, my mom and daddy in North Texas. And while, while we're traveling for the holidays and on the planes, we're probably going to see what we call emotional support animals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. And apparently, they're getting out of hand. Like, I have been accused in the past of bringing my Boston Terrier, Susie Lou Snuffleupagus, on a plane. Mm-hmm. Some have accused me of putting a fake 
service dog vest on her. Maybe just green's just her color. She just likes green. On- no, it's actually that was a purple service dog. Purple. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my wife got it off Amazon. <laughs> Wait. All right. So it did happen? You know what? All you have to be able to do is answer what service does she provide. That's all. And I could answer that. Don't you yes. need paperwork for that? No. 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 I can't ask no. you. It can't ask you. Mm-mm. All we I can have, ask that, well, is what service does whenever she provide. You do get, uh, when you do get that off Amazon, they mm-hmm. also send like a, a little sort of ID badge too mm-hmm. with her face on it. And right? it looks legit. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. What do you mean, my gosh? This She's my therapy dog as much as this California guy who was traveling with his pet possum. Oh. A possum? <laughs> Wait a minute. That, yeah, yes. but that's a rodent. That is a vicious animal. Agreed. This dude had a possum on his jet blue flight to Austin, Texas. I, I'm not even messing with you here. She's eight months old. She's a rescue. Found her in a swimming pool. She just became attached. We were going to release her in the wild after a week. I set her down. She wouldn't leave my leg. She's potty trained and everything. Already boarded on the plane, sitting in my seat, and one of the crew members came up and said either you can leave her here or you can stay here with her but she can't fly the feeling was insane I, it's like frustrating beyond belief they let me come here with her but now i can't return home with her you're right and i i, I found that at it, it some airports you know people would say well how, you know wh- where's your ticket for the dog i'm like what do you mean man just brought her on in the bag you know yeah. so you it's had like, the same problem you would get there and then on the way home they were looking for extra ticket well when when you're flagged on certain airlines and they catch you bringing your dog on, they put notes in the system. It says dog what? people. Yeah. Dog sneakers. <laughs> dog sneakers. <laughs> you, you yeah. have to, you, I am a dog sneaker. You could bring a pet on a plane. You have to tell them that when you buy your ticket. Like I fly That's my, correct. I fly, I've flown with my cats a lot. Yeah. They just fit right under the seat. Right. But you have to tell them. You can't just show up with a pet because huh. they can only have a maximum number of pets. Whatever. <laughs> tell me like it is. Oh, I'm telling you what we <laughs> what it is. I don't understand why they kick the possum guy off. It's in a cage. Who cares? Because it's a possum, and you can't claim that that is a a therapeutic sort of animal. I mean, it's a possum. I mean, it is a rodent. They carry rabies. They're vicious. They don't have their papers. Like with my dog, I know my dog doesn't have my sweet little dog has liver cancer. By the way, I, I understand. Let that. her fly. Did I? I didn't tell you you couldn't fly with your dog. Let her fly, Claire. Okay. Claire, would you would you uh, deny her What's that your problem, last my dog? <laughs> Wait a minute. I own more animals than anyone in this room. When did I become the enemy of animals on a plane? Right, because you... I have no because, problem with Susie Lou on a plane. Because my problem you, is why did they kick off the possum guy? Okay. I have met Jack Russell Terriers that well, I would call a menace to society before <laughs> I would call a possum a problem. Let's, let's get back to the root of the issue. The problem is people like you. <laughs> <laughs> who tell the airlines that they're bringing their animals. Oh, you're a snitch. Oh, you're a dog snitch. I see. So by no. being a law-abiding citizen, I'm offending those who aren't. That's yeah, right. that makes hey, you a snitch. Check that guy's bag, the one that's barking. <laughs> hey, is there, is there anyone listening who has their, their, their therapy animal? Animal. What kind of animal is it? Anybody have any iguanas or possums? He's hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show, uh, everybody, on Facebook. Just search Follow Fit. Say what's up to us. We're on Facebook Messenger right now. Hey, uh, if you want to convince someone that they're absolutely wrong, the French philosopher Pascal came up with a trick 350 years ago that works okay before you focus on why they're wrong talk about the aspects of their argument that are right did you guys know this mm-hmm. so if you're arguing with someone and you really want to prove your point 
right? And you know you're absolutely right no matter what, and you're going to stand by it. Back up some of the things they are saying, right? Some of the things that that they are saying uh, uh, is right, right? Yeah, and, 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 and what, essentially agree with them? Yeah, there's a, a technique in debate called the strongman argument, and it's, it's opposed to the strawman argument. The strongman argument is— I was is, a master at that, by the way. Yeah, the strongman argument is—see? He just did it right there. He did sure did. You basically explain the other person's point thoroughly and clearly, and that shows them that you understand their point. And psychologically, they're like, uh-oh, this guy knows more about my point than I do. Oh, interesting. Mm. Interesting, Drew. It's- or as we say in the South, you catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. Mm-hmm. Oh, honey, you are so right about that, but let me tell you something else. Well, and the greatest line uh, when you're having an argument in the South, when you really just want to win it and walk out is, bless your little heart. Yep. Bless your heart, you poor little thing. Bless your heart. That's my favorite. You poor thing. Oh, you poor thing. Bless your heart. Yeah, I loved learning that because now I use it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you, don't when you're just done with somebody and, yeah. and, and you don't even feel the need to even argue anymore. Oh, yeah. It's like the crane just, kick from Karate Kid because when it it's takes done them out every time. No defense. You can't do- <laughs> yes. You can't it. it takes them out every time. You never expect it. <laughs> you're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. Yes, Claire. I think you should just play it. I think you're right. Yesterday was a very exciting day for me. It really was. We all, for everything, all the world After stopped. Minute, I was expecting an invitation back. They're called orders, Maverick. One of my favorite movies of all time. Yep, Top Gun 2 Maverick. We had a trailer a few months ago. This is the new trailer with more footage. And again, let me uh, just point out, did you see the female pilot Phoenix? Yes. If you remember when we heard so long ago about about Top Gun 2, I said, oh my God, what if Maverick is obviously going to be the instructor and he's teaching and there is a fierce pilot pilot, excuse me, that feels the need for speed, and she is Goose's daughter. Mm. But, mm-hmm. and, who happens to, and we happen to see a pilot named Phoenix. I'm just wondering if they're right. using my plot. It's possible, but Miles Teller, we, the rumor was Miles Teller yeah. was hired to play Goose's son, and in this trailer, we finally get a couple of good looks at him. They made him look just like he Goose. Yeah. just like him. I, I think that was... Said, they gave Miles yeah. Teller, like, plastic surgery. I think yeah. that was just intentional, like wasn't it? Or do we know that he's you playing think Goose's son? It might be misdirection. It could very cool. well be misdirection. Cool. The name well, Phoenix is an awfully big, you know, like, Easter egg. It means yeah. something. It, well, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix means to rise from the ashes. Right. And, yes. and the main theme of Top Gun 1 was, you know what? If it's you crash and burn, what do you do? You rise from the you, ashes. You rise, man. Yeah, you rise. Absolutely. I crashed and burned once. Whatever I'm going to see. They've got, just take <laughs> my money right this second, because they've got it. Take um, me to bed or lose me forever. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Luke Bryan is probably going to get coal in his stocking if his mother has anything to do with it. He and his wife Caroline are once again doing another round of the 12 Days of Pranksmas where they run around and they do nasty pranks on people before Christmas. This time they got Luke's mom. They were playing golf when some apparently random woman psycho fan ran up to him 
and tackled him and started beating the crap out of him. And his mother freaked out. Turns out it was this like famous YouTube woman that Luke hired to do this. He's <laughs> laughing, and I would play the audio, yeah. but the language coming out of his mother oh, yeah. is very impressive. A steady a good, stream of obscenities. It's a good Christian Southern woman. Yeah. Sure oh. is. Yeah, the, yeah, the YouTube but, celebrity lady was on top of him, and the mom ran over and just started taking shots at her. Right? <laughs> I love it. Don't mess with those good Southern women. Don't mess with the mama. What. That's it. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. Fitz, Fitz with an F, with an F. <laughs> Fitz happens. Fitz, it's the Fitz show. Welcome to Playlist Profiling. Can we decode your life and learn everything about you based off of three songs and three songs only from your personal playlist? Now, we have a mystery caller on hold right now. And basically, based off of these three songs, we're going to try to guess your gender, your age, what they drive, their profession. Are they single or married? And how many... Children. Again, I'm going to give you a couple of seconds to grab something to take notes with. Legal pad, phone, whatever you have to do. Because we're about to uh, play clips of three songs from our Mystery Caller's personal playlist. And then we will profile that individual and see who comes closest. Everybody ready? Yeah. yeah All right. Let's do it. Song number one. Yeah, by the way, that was a Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Song number two, Luke Bryan, Most People Are Good. I believe most people are good and most mamas ought to qualify for sainthood. I believe most Friday nights look better underneath on her stadium lights. I believe you love who you love. Ain't nothing you should ever be ashamed of. I believe this world ain't happening. All right, song number three, Miley Cyrus. Party in the USA. (laughs) All right, again, based off of those three songs, based off of those three songs, we are going to try to guess the gender, the age, the car, the profession. Is our mystery caller single or married? And how many children? Again, our mystery caller is on hold right now. I'll give you a couple of seconds to write down some of your notes. Um, all right, everybody ready? Yep, let's do it. Need any more time? Nope. Okay. Uh... All right, it's Fitz. I think our mystery caller, definitely a male, okay? 44 years old. Drives a a brand new Ford 2019 pickup, decked out, definitely in construction. Because, you know, like Eye of the Tiger, Survivor, that makes me say definitely in his 40s. Um, Luke Bryan, most people are good. He's got a tender side, probably an overall good dude. But he plays Miley Cyrus, Party in the USA, when he's out on site. 
with his construction crew, right? <laughs> he just kind of has that on his playlist to, you know, to have a good time. Definitely his profession, construction. He is married, three children. Wow. Drew, what say you? So different from you. That's good this time. Uh, I believe this is a female. She's 27 years old. Uh, she drives a Ford Focus. Huh. She's a barista. Now, listen, I know you're thinking, why Eye of the Tiger? That's her workout song. That's her running song. She mm. runs. She's training for something. Uh, you know, uh, most mamas ought to be up for sainthood. She is a mother, but she is single. Heart of gold. On 20 show. what? 27. 27. I don't see the 27 in the Eye of the Tiger reference. That, I think you're off on that That's that's her training song. She's, a, she's single with one yep. kid. Yep, yep. All right. Uh, hey, Claire, what about you? Give us your profile. You know how every neighborhood has the mom? Mm-hmm. This is the mom. Ooh. She's female, she's 34, she's a stay-at-home mom, but she's the number one carpool driver hooked in on everything going on. She drives a Ford Explorer. She is married with two kids. Okay. Three, four. Mm. Interesting. Right, are they young and what say you? Well, this sounds exactly like a girl I went to high school with. So, I'm going to say she's female, but I'm also going to say she's 24. She's a few years younger than me. Uh And how do you get that? Uh, because I'm 26, and so look, Miley Cyrus was the number one song she went around blasting. It was Party in the USA. Right. And she, we were inquiring. She used to sing Eye of the Tiger a whole bunch. So if this is wow. her, I'm going to be shocked. Wow. Way to soak up from your history. Yeah. I'm telling right. you. She's also, so I'm basing this off of somebody I know. She's 24. She drives a Prius. She's a hairdresser. And she's married. And she's also expecting. Nice. Well, now, why do you think she's pregnant? Uh, there's something about this that just tells me that she's young. <laughs> She's getting ready to start a family with her yeah. husband. Everything's exciting in the okay. world for so her. So do we call that no kids, half a kid, one kid? Kid on the way. Okay, we're not going to get into that right now. <laughs> Good heavens. All right, our mystery caller is on hold right now. Stand by for the big reveal. It happens live. The Fit Show. All right, we are back. Part two of Playlist Profiling. If you're just tuning in, we are right in the middle of profiling a mystery caller. And we don't know anything about our mystery caller. We don't know their gender, their age. We don't know what they drive. We don't know what they do for a living. Are they single or married? How many kids? All we know are three songs from their personal playlist. So based off of these three songs, we're going to try to guess everything about them. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the moment we've all been waiting for is we go to the mystery caller now. Mystery caller, are you a male or a female? I am a female. Yeah! 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 Dang! Knew it! Okay, mystery caller, how old are you? I am 28. (gasps) (laughs) Drew's freaking out. Drew's going into convulsions. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, mystery caller, what do you drive? I drive a blue Honda Civic with purple hubcaps. Wow, with the purple hubcaps. Thanks for the being so yep. Yes. And tell us your profession. What do you do for life? I am a behavior therapist. Ooh. Oh, my gosh, wow. yes. I need you to work with my, my babies. Uh, yes. I need you to work with these boys in here. I'll whip them into shape. Are you single or married? I am married. And do you have any children? I do not. Give us just one moment. We are going to uh, calculate and tabulate and try to figure out who came closest to profiling you. Give me one moment. All right. Okay. 
Okay, Drew, what's it looking like? All right, well, this is why I needed the ruler, uh, the ruling on, on Ryder's uh, uh, ambiguous kid choice. Because if he says she's pregnant, that means she doesn't have a kid yet. Then he gets that point. But if, if well, he's yeah, saying she has a kid, then you don't get the point. No, no, no. She doesn't that have a kid yet. That comes down to the win. It's all about that's that. All so, saying. Judges, everyone. Just saying she might be expecting a child. No, I don't think that's a big point. Let's move on. I think all that's right. a big point. All right. All right. Come so, on. Well, Without- I'm not expecting the child. All right, so. no, no, no. <laughs> All right well, taking that point away from Ryder, it's a two-way tie between Ryder and Claire, who Yay. each got female and married. You tied Woo. it up at two. Fitz, you got married. Uh, I Actually, it's a three-way tie. I got female in 27. Wow. I, I would posit that stay-at-home mom is very close to behavioral therapist, and I think I should no. get the win for that. <laughs> no. No? Okay. Look at nice the first three-way tie <laughs> ever. Nice Drew should get extra points for 27. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the overall? I got three. Claire got... Or excuse me. I got two. Claire got two. And Ryder got two. Fits with one. Three-way tie. Yeah. Wow. Uh, all right, let me ask you, Mystery Caller, does it feel weird to be profiled? Uh, it does a little bit, because that's normally my job. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should have you in sometime to profile us. How does that yeah. sound? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll do that. What is your name? Uh, my name's Melinda. Okay, thank you, Melinda. You are awesome. Let's go. It's the Fit Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. We do the good stuff because good feels good. And on this show, we also, you know, we know that we live in the land of the free because of the brave. Gary Sinise is such a cool dude. He he really supports the military and everything he does. Lieutenant Dan! Lieutenant yeah. Dan, they took he, my leg, Lieutenant Dan! He, he's <laughs> an example of a, an no actor legs. who played a part and lived that part so fully that he's continued mm-hmm. to yeah. live it the rest of his life. Oh my gosh, I yeah. think he's like so many of us, too, who, who didn't serve in that way. Like, yeah. I say all the time, you know, I honestly, sometimes I regret not serving because, like, you know, Drew served. Drew's a United States Marine. Those are people who put their name on that line. So I think that Gary Sinise is like, you know what, maybe that's that is his way of service to oh, the yeah. nation yes. is is by, you know, talking about the men and women who serve and that's probably, how I, I, that's how I try to serve my country too. He probably got a little personal taste yeah. of people's appreciation because they really responded to him as the character Lieutenant Dan. Oh yeah. You're a so guy right. who went through it and kind of took the worst of it, like coming back from war with no legs. Right. And, and that character's little journey, people probably responded, and yeah. he like got a really got inside uh, that respect for service. And right. if you remember, you know, um, back in the day, uh, oh, I, I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, uh, oh yeah, back in the day, actors and actresses were really used for you know huge propaganda purposes when it comes to the mm-hmm. military. Yes, I mean like so many of our kids in World War One and Two, they had. They're military actor heroes that they used to watch on TV. Right. Whether it was John Wayne or, or, who, or whoever it was. Mm-hmm. The old war right. movies. You right. know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. So you're right. They connect him with Lieutenant Dan. Uh, and his charitable foundation treated 1,700 Gold Star kids to a Disney vacation. These are kids who've had an immediate family member die in the service. Mm. And Gary says the important ingredient is that these kids meet each other and they just know they're not alone. And I just think that is really something. Yeah. I love Lieutenant cool. Dan. I love yeah. that he uses his status as an actor to bring awareness 
yeah. to help these kids. And, and he's and like Drew said, he's continuing to he's playing that part, isn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To help. And he's done it for years. And most of it is is under the radar. He hundred percent does not do it for his own publicity because oh, right. most of what he does, you don't hear about. Most people don't know about. Yeah. I think Hollywood gave yeah. him a good career, and I really uh-huh. believe you're right. Deep down, that's his way of of giving back. Yep. You know, is talking about the troops, mm-hmm. and that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show nationwide. Every day, Fitch happens. Welcome to Make Up or Break Up, where amazing couples' relationships are, are at a serious crossroad. And we just try to get together and help them out. You decide, should they make up or break up? And if you have a moment to provide some advice, Lila sent me a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash follow Fitz. And we've had a lot of, well, a lot of discussion about this particular subject, and it's social media. It seems like Lila's boyfriend of five years, Chris, likes to continue to stay in contact with a lot of other females, even though he's been in a relationship for a long, long time. Lila, welcome to Make Up or Break Up. Hi, how are you guys? Good. Thank you so much for corresponding with me on Facebook. And you kind of went a little in-depth with me about the situation. He's chatting with, with girls he went to high school with. He's chatting with people, girls that he works with. And you, you've just kind of had enough? Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like lopsided. Like, all, I'm telling you, all of his friends are female. And they're all commenting on his photos. He's commenting back. It's just like, it's ridiculous. It's too much. It's unacceptable. Like, there's no doubt he's crossed the line. You mentioned in your Facebook message that you, you actually witness a lot of flirting. Like, you sense they're definitely flirting with him. You've seen that in, in, like, you know, all the messages. But how does he flirt back with them? Um, I mean, just, like, you know how you can le- you can like a comment with, like, a little, like, cute emoji oh, yeah. or, like, a wink face emoji or, like, a kissy face emoji? A lot of that. Um, and then just, like, calling people hun. Like, he didn't even call me hun. Hun. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, sweetie. (laughs) Yeah. Stuff like that, like little pet names. And I'm like, no, if it's not your girlfriend, especially when it can be seen publicly, it's like it's embarrassing for me if my friends see my boyfriend commenting like that on other girls' photos. Yeah, yeah. All right. um, First of all, Lila, I want to thank you for voluntarily coming on the show. I know it's not easy. And as you know, Chris is on hold right now, and he's hearing every bit of this, but in a second— we're going to get his side of the story, all right, and just basically figure out if it's okay for your boyfriend to flirt with other women on social media. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. Welcome back to Make Up or Break Up. They, they just really hope that we could all get together and help them out. You decide. Should they make up or break up? I received a message from Lila, and uh, she's been with her boyfriend, Chris, for five years. And apparently Chris has got a little issue with flirting with women on Facebook. Again, they've been together five years. He sent, uh, from what I understand, according to Lila, are you there? Yes, hi. Uh, hi. So according to your Facebook message, he continues to flirt with women that he works with after work hours, and he's still chatting with girls that he went to high school and college with. And you've had enough because you've also said that you've noticed a lot of Chris flirting back with them. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right, you know he's been hearing all this, and um, let's welcome him to the show right now, Chris. Hey, 
How you doing? Good. Chris, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I guess I got to ask, you know, is it true that you constantly uh, stay in contact with uh, a whole lot of females on social media? I I mean, I, I guess it's true. I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm flirting. I keep in contact with people that I work with because in my line of work, I have to be friendly and I have to get to know people. And that's how right. you endear yourself to someone, right? So I wouldn't call it flirting. And we've had this conversation multiple times. You know, we've been together for five years. So I, again, it's not flirting. It's me keeping in contact with people that I work with and friends of mine in case I have future business with them. I'm calling some BS right now. All right. If Lila is is that important in your life, five years, you said that this has been something that constantly comes up in your relationship. Obviously, you know she's really uncomfortable with this. Why do you continue to do it? I mean, is Lila the person that you want to be with? Yes, Lila's the person that I want to be with. That's why we've been together as long as we have. But this is, you know, as I said, it's part of my business. I'm I'm in real estate. I need to get to know people. I need to make contact with people constantly. And that world is very, very friendly. You know, that's how you, people trust you as a person is when you show pieces of yourself and you make them feel welcome. Lila says, though, that a majority, almost all of the people you correspond with are women. Do you not want to sell houses to men? Ooh. Actually, ladies it's, are the biggest house buyers right now. Yeah, but, yeah, single women are yeah, buying more houses. But I'm not buying his story. Claire, I'm with you. And, <laughs> yeah. and Chris, my, my BS meter is flying off the handle right now. I, I'm, I'm sorry that it sounds like BS. Um, it's probably because it's, uh, this is a speech that I've given multiple times. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I, I know what I'm saying because I've had to say it so many times. And yes, a lot of my target is women. And it's, I'm not doubting the fact that I'm, I'm, I dress well. I present myself well. That's part of the clientele that's going to respond more to me. So then I say certain things to get work out of them. It's I'm not flirting. I'm not trying to start a relationship with these people. I'm just trying to do my business well. Dude, come on. You do more than flirt. Andy, I just saw a comment you made to Andy, uh, who's my favorite one. Your comments? Yeah, Lululemon pants. You're commenting on her Lululemon pants. You really need to do that for work? <laughs> oh no! Lots of closet room in this house. Does, <laughs> Lila, does he compliment you on your Lululemons or yoga pants? Uh, not on social media. Oh. Yeah, Chris, why, why would you? Co- I don't. I don't need to air our laundry. It's that's between I you and me. I compliment get a like you. out of you, dude. When I post a photo of us, it's because I see you all the time. I see you in person. It's much more genuine. Everything on social media doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. Mm. All right. Um, should they make up or break up? And if you don't mind, hey, Chris and Lila, is there anything else that you guys want to say? Or, or would you like me to pass this number to our therapist to maybe help you guys out uh, if, if, if you guys want that for your relationship? I don't think we need a therapist. Okay. Uh, I think clearly we do. Hmm. So I'm willing. But if you're not, then maybe your job is more important than your girlfriend. All right. Hang on one second. I'm going to put you on hold. I appreciate you voluntarily coming on. This is Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Makes you feel alive. Full out, full out throttle, man. F-I-T with a Z, players. Fitz Happens Live. Should they make up or break up? Could really use a, a, some, some five-minute heroes. 
right now with some advice. Drew, uh, what are some of these text messages saying? Well, believe it or not, some people are in defense of Chris. Uh, here's one that says, I think she needs to chill out. He's probably just a friendly guy. Probably calls people hun when he can't remember their names. So nothing going on, just overly friendly. That's the minority opinion here. Um, a lot of people <laughs> say they, they don't. There's people saying, look, I work in real estate. You don't have to do it that way. I uh, One lady says... Uh, What'd she say about statistically with real estate? He says, yeah, hey, Fitz, do you know that st- real estate agents are statistically the, one of the uh, careers most likely to cheat? I don't know <laughs> if that's true. That just came in on a message. What are you really doing when you're showing those homes? <laughs> right. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> there is a great message here that says, yes, he's in sales, but he's selling you, honey. <laughs> he's a cheater. <laughs> Let's go to Kennedy real quick. Kennedy, should they make up or break up? Well, uh, you know, I'm kind of leaning towards breakup, but, you know, if they can fix it, then they should stay together. Right. Five years is a long time. But, you know, I I also work in the industry. You don't need to send winky faces or kissy faces. You don't need to do any of that. That's crazy. Oh, and it kind of right? sounds like cheater behavior, you know? If he hasn't mm. cheated yet, when's he going to? My wife got my Facebook and saw me sending, like, little winky faces and, like, you know, to pe- oh my god I, I, yeah i wouldn't wake up in the morning i'm telling you she'd yeah. kill me in my sleep <laughs> make up or murder <laughs> that's the next round it's make up or murder thank you so much for calling let's go to allison should they make up or break up break up get out now yeah. i don't care about five years it's just waiting to happen and facebook offers itself up for that kind of stuff and if it's if he is so innocent, then give her full access to your Facebook page. But you really need to stop. That's the best to, thing you be can do. With her. If you're with yeah, someone, give stop. give access, give your passwords to, to, to love your life. You know what I mean? Like, my wife has all my stuff. You know? So so you're saying forget about the five years. It's not worth it. This guy is demonstrating the behavior. You know where this guy's headed. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, it's. He obviously needs to hide something, so he just needs, they need to be done, and she needs to move on to someone that wants to be honest, Uh and, I mean, Lululemon pants, come on, if you're selling houses, come on, I mean, I've never seen something so ridiculous. What do you have against Lululemon? (laughs) (laughs) Not a thing. You trying to tell me I can't wear Lululemons in a pair of boots? (laughs) She said namaste. (laughs) Namaste. (laughs) Thank you so much for calling. Oh. Hey, Dee Dee, should they make up or break up? Dee Dee has a great point. Drew, Drew, pay very close attention right here. Go ahead, Dee Dee. I, I, I don't know if they should make up or break up. I don't have all the facts, but my question is, why are they still boyfriend and girlfriend after five years? With the flirting, the boyfriend, the girlfriend, that's kind of a red flag. No commitment, <laughs> right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, interesting. That's what I'm saying. You know, like my buddy Drew over here, he's been with his woman like 11 or 12 years. No ring, no commitment, no thing. Scary, isn't it? Ah, well, I can't comment again. No facts on that one. (laughs) Good luck, Drew. Well, not everyone feels that they have to get married and and make it legal. I don't know if that's the issue here. (laughs) Well, did it just get chillier in here? Is it me? Zip up my hoodie a little. (laughs) I think that could. Come on. Maybe that's turned into the issue right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, Drew, now this is about you, really? 11 years? We're not talking about me here. We're talking about Lila and Chris. Are you Get engaged make or break up, Drew. Pick one. <laughs> make Drew break Drew. We, we have makeup or murder so right. far today. Engaged or break up. <laughs> uh, hey, Carl, should they make up or break up, my friend? Definitely break up. Yeah. Why is Definitely. that, sir? 
just not buying this whole you have to do this for work thing. Yeah. That's that's just there's that's, there's just something else going on there. You've been with somebody five years. You should be you should be dedicating all that attention to your significant other. This is my opinion on that. Yeah, and I thank you for that. Continue to sound off right now. Go to our Facebook page. Oh my God! Real funny. The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. A recent survey asked some people to identify the best on-screen friendships of all time in TV and in movies. So I was going to run these down for you and see what you guys think. Um, throw some out. If you, uh, well, you're playing the Friends theme, so I would say uh, Monica and Rachel. Always a good one. Uh, yeah. Jerry from Seinfeld and... Uh, George? George, George Costanza. Jerry and George. George yeah, Costanza. You see them being best. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. Scooby and Shaggy. I think that's a really, really good choice. Well, thank you. <laughs> I like Scooby and Shaggy. Oh, oh. hey, Scoob. Oh. That's a good one, Scoob. <laughs> yeah, Michael Knight and Kit. Yeah. Oh. Also a good one. Oh, wow. You're going with like humans and objects now. Yeah. yeah. Batman and He's Robin. A thinking object. Huh? Huh? What about Thelma and Louise? Yeah, they had a pretty good friendship there, didn't Really they? good friendship. <laughs> Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute from The oh, Office. Oh, he was loyal to him forever. Very forever. good one. Yes. Yes. This is the regional Sandusky. manager. Yeah. Butch Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, oh. All right, so check this out. Um, these these are uh, basically what they said are, are like the best friendships ever. Let's see. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Christopher Robin and Winnie the Pooh from Winnie the oh, Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Shrek and Donkey from Shrek. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. I'm a donkey, Shrek. Yeah. I'm a donkey. <laughs> Fred Flintstone and Barney. Sure. Oh, of course. Yes. Great from the Flintstones. Team. Yes. Uh, oh, Thelma and Louise is on the list. Uh, how can we forget Carrie and all the girls from Sex and the City? Because in real life, they hate each other. They do hate each <laughs> other. <laughs> it's easy to forget yeah. them. <laughs> all right. You know what? I'm just going to take them off the list yeah. then because they don't even count. Woody and Buzz from Toy Story at number four. Uh, again, we are talking about the best on-screen friendships of all time. Oh, what about Harry and Ron from uh, the Harry Potter movies? Oh, totally. Aww. They buddies? Aww. Yeah, they're Harry and buddies. Ron? I love Ron yeah. Weasley. All That's one Weasleys. I never really got into. Really? The Harry Potter. Oh, wonderful. I either. Yeah. I, I couldn't get into it yeah. either. Oh, I fell off oh. after the fourth movie because that was when Twilight came out and they were doing the hardcore romance in every movie as a teenager and I was just sick of it. So. Mm. Oh, I, I read every I book. I saw Harry every Potter. movie and really? I, I love Harry Potter World. I it's great. It. I had a buddy who got Hogwarts, so mm-hmm. after that I couldn't I couldn't deal with it. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> uh, someone wrote in Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah. Who is Lucy's best friend from I Love Ethel. Lucy? Lucy and Ethel. Oh. Monica and Rachel from Friends. Yeah. Great one. Finally, Joey and Chandler, number one on the best on screen friendships of all time. Joey oh. and Chandler from Friends. Oh. All this stuff is leading up to something. Okay. This is leading up with all this Friends talk the past couple of days. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, they are going to reunite. There is. There is going to be a movie. Are you there's too it? much. There's too much buzz about it. If we could get Chandler, you know where he needs to be. What, uh, what's his uh, name? Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If because mm-hmm. if, I've heard he's he's the issue right now. Mm. You know what I mean? I think he's got some you know personal issues and stuff. And maybe it, they want a certain dollar amount. Maybe could be. I just I think you're hearing the buzz because of the anniversary, but you're you're probably not wrong. They'll probably that be is probably something. why I'm hearing it. Twenty five years, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, they just want to promote the fact that it's on all the streaming services, and they probably want you to buy yeah you know, downloads. Yeah. Oh my god, everybody! Oh, you're right, Maverick and Goose. Thank you guys. Oh, oh my god, oh. my favorite. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me. Talk to me, Goose.
Thank you so much for the text message. He's hilarious. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Getting to know you, getting to know all about you, getting to like you, getting to hope you like me. Yeah. We really want you to get to know us. My name's Fitz. Hopefully you know me a little bit by now. I got a bunch of babies. I'm a real tall dude. Got a bunch of babies. There's Drew right over there. Claire, Ryder the youngin. All right, getting to know you guys. You just got to be you know, honest and answer the questions I ask you so people can get to know us a little better. Uh, which TV Christmas special is your favorite? Now, I want you to think on it for a moment. Which TV Christmas special is your favorite? Getting to know uh-huh. you. While you're thinking, I'll, I'll, I'll begin. It's Fitz. Man, I got to say a Christmas story. You'll shoot your eye out. Ooh. Red Ryder BB gun. Is that what they're, they're, so they're asking for all of them? Not just like the animated or the yeah. small specials? I, I am you asking special. you. You mean movie? When you say special. I, I was picturing the specials, but I'll allow right. that because I love that one as well. Yes. Okay. M- movie or special. Your, okay. f- your favorite. Special. You get one. Okay. All right, Drew, go ahead. Well, I was going to say Christmas story if we were doing movies, but I will fall back to number two, which is a pretty much tie for one, and that is National Lampoon's Christmas ah, Vacation. That's mm-hmm. a good one, too. Yes, that's that it is, Edward. Too. That it is. Gosh. That's the getting gift that keeps on giving all year long. You, getting to know all about you. Claire, what about you? Your favorite Christmas movie or special? Uh, my favorite Christmas. Or holiday special? My favorite Christmas movie of, of, of all is uh, It's a Wonderful Life. <gasps> yeah. It's just the most yes. beautiful wow. movie. Yeah. I cry. I know how it's going to end. I cry every time. Claire, does but, your family get mad at you when you watch that? Why would they get mad at me? Because you're Jewish. So it's an incredible movie about <laughs> about generosity and kindness. It has less to do with Christmas and how than important it- you are in the world, whether you realize <laughs> now, it or not. Hold on a yes. second. Uh huh. You trying to tell me it's a Wonderful Life is not a Christmas movie? Oh, <laughs> well, it, it is, happens at Christmas. It happens at Christmas. It is a freaking Christmas movie. Of course it's a course Christmas it movie. Oh, of course I'm not arguing it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> I was wondering where did this argument start? Right. Because Claire it's said it's a mo- movie. You, you think said Jewish it was a- people aren't allowed to watch wonderful movies just because they take place at Christmas? No, I was asking, very curious, if Jewish people watch Christmas movies yes. because It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas movie. Yes. Jewish people watch Christmas movies, Fitz. Well, I'm just trying to learn, Claire. <laughs> uh, this movie's for the Why are you being so what? judgmental? If they watched Hanukkah movies, they'd have nothing to do all day. There's just hey. that one Adam Sandler well, animated movie. And that's it. Likes that one. I love that one. That's you? You're Not Jewish. The other thing is uh, yeah. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. I love that one, Ooh, the Claymated. Love so it. they're okay with you watching that one, too? Yeah, well, where do you think I learned it from? <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. I mean, would you yes. think it was weird if I was watching movies about Hanukkah? Uh, I was I was born and raised watching Christmas movies. My parents instilled Christmas movies in me. So you're where saying else you're, would I have gotten them from? So you're saying you're a very confused child. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh I God. wasn't until 15 minutes ago. <laughs> Getting to know. All right, Ryder the Young and your favorite Christmas movie. Oh, <laughs> don't Ryder, don't tell him. He'll use it against you, whatever it is. Well, it's easy because everybody never expects it. It's Batman Returns. That is not a Christmas no. movie. It is a Christmas movie. That's as much as a Christmas movie as Die Hard is. No, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, so is, so is Batman Returns. Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard is, man. It, it yeah. is. It it's has the, to they're be. at the Christmas party at the Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. yeah. Batman Returns, they, Penguin literally kills the girl who does the Christmas tree lighting. You it's are during Christmas, sick. there's snow. This is so sick. It's a Christmas movie. All right. Well, anyway, I hope you got to know us just a little bit. <laughs> getting to know you. Getting to know 
about you. This is the Fit Show. Everybody, turn it up. Fit happens live. Go rest high on that mountain. I'm an American soldier. God bless the USA. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women past and present. This is our troop salute. Brought to you by the proud men and women who serve and who have served our nation. And a troop salute can trigger more troop salutes. It happens all the time. Just a short time ago, we did a troop salute for a serviceman who was a dentist in the Army, and I believe that salute probably reminded the person sitting in today's salute about the person they wanted to honor. So today, we salute Lieutenant Commander Clarence Doc Mellenbeck III of the United States Navy. Lieutenant Commander Mellenbeck is known as Doc because he was a doc in the Navy, specifically a dentist. There it is. And you could see how I put together that connection now. You see, Doc Mellenbeck served the nation from 1971 until 1995. After Lieutenant Commander Mellenbeck left the Navy, he continued serving the community as a dentist at Willamette Dental. And uh, this salute was sent to us by P1 Holly Lotz, who also served in the military, but she wants the doc to get the attention today. Quote, he truly cared for his fellow service members, and it showed. Holly says he was well-loved by all that knew him, and Doc Mellenbeck passed away too, too, too early and is no longer with us, but those who knew him share stories all the time. And today we salute Lieutenant Commander Clarence Mellenbeck III for his amazing 24 years of service to the Navy and to the nation. Somebody's got to work on, on their, you know, their teeth and oh, it's, keep it's them going to work. It's a responsibility. It's really yeah. important. I mean, because it... It absolutely affects readiness. Um, in fact, they they make sure that all dental work is done. You, you, it doesn't matter whenever, if you're afraid of the dentist. They say, you're going to the dentist. <laughs> Drew, right. when you were in the Marines, you said that um, you do something called like a health check or a safety check. What, what was it where they would ask you, Hygiene how are check. you feeling? Do you, have a, do you have a toothache? Are you sick? Yeah, you had to report anything every single night. They'd come down the line. They'd you know do a little hygiene check. Not only yeah. looking at you, making sure you're cleaning on your nails and your ears, but also asking you if you have any medical problems. If you had a toothache, right. boom, you're off to the dentist. Just you go like see that. the doc. And by the way, some of the best dental work I've ever received was mm-hmm. by those Navy docs in when I was in the Marine Corps. Wow. Really good dental work. If you'd like to honor someone for our troop salute, past, present, or future, go to my Facebook page, search Follow Fits. And Drew, what are some of the uh, what sorts of information are we looking for? Everything from the absolute basics, like their name, what branch they were in, maybe when they served, to more detailed information that you want to share. Like, tell us about them. Tell, tell us interesting stories, their ranks, anything about them. The one and only... <laughs> This is The Fit Show. And now... Here's my daddy. It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Bunch of stuff to get to. By the way, feel free to submit your What Are You Kidding Me stories. It's so easy. Just go to Facebook, search Follow Fits. I'm going to take you out of Lubbock, Texas. Stupid's what got you there. (laughs) Last Saturday night, outside of Lubbock, cops spotted a guy who was driving without a front left tire. <laughs> he was so drunk, he didn't even know it. 
Sir, do you know that you're missing a tire? Yeah. What'd you do with it? <laughs> Drew, how do you even drive like that? Is it possible? Depending on the car, yeah. in a straight line, it may actually stay up. But if you every time you turn right, you're going to hit bottom over on the left side. Yeah. yeah. Well, it turned out he also had an expired license, no insurance, you know, a couple of warrants. So there you go, folks. <laughs> well, that makes sense. <laughs> now, I was with a friend of mine when we were teenagers, and the car came off, or the tire came off the car on the freeway and mm-hmm. passed us. Oh, that's, oh yeah. It, that's it's petrifying terrifying. when you see that tire just flying toward you at you know, 80 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. the whole yeah. wheel came off, shoom, oh right past us. We're so laughing until we realized it was ours. <laughs> 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 they were terrified. It passed you and it was yours? Yeah. <laughs> I can just... No, that is petrifying. Yeah, Casarino, my friend Casarino had yeah, this what's up, really Casarino? crappy old Vol- uh, Volvo that was a hand-me-down from the family. <laughs> and yeah. He didn't take care of it. We're on the freeway and there goes the wheel. Sounds like a death trap. Oh, yeah, it yeah. definitely was a death trap. All right, page two. <laughs> what? Are, Are you, you kidding, kidding me? me? Folks, I'm, I'm going to take you out of Baltimore. We got a code blue number two. Oh, Been there. Uh, no matter how much you love your favorite sports team, you know, nobody wants their final breast to be taken like in a porta potty. No. Oh, no. Oh. Last Sunday, a 26-year-old man was found dead inside of a porta potty. Outside of uh, M&T Bank Stadium, where the Ravens play, it's not clear if the guy, had, you know, been there. They don't know which quarter he was in there, but you know. Did you say twenty-six years old? My age. That's right. Okay. Oh no! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Huh. This wasn't like an Elvis situation. This is something else. Oh come on, Drew! Really? Was that your? Uh, what, what was that? Well, I'm wondering how I a 26 year old dies. I did not appreciate junk. that. That yeah. wasn't even funny. I'm not. I wasn't trying to be funny. I'm trying to get to the the root of this issue. Wow. You said Dang. it was a code blue number two, That's right? What, well, because they found the dude in a porta potty, right? Oh. And the water's so blue what in the porta potty. Yeah, you know, right? Well, if he had it. been an older person, that That's would be what it. I'm getting There's at. only but one person to call in this situation. Where's Honey Bucket Corey? Oh, we need him. I wonder honey if he's bucket. ever found a code blue number two. Honey bucket, Corey, wherever you are, call us right now. Do we have a honey bucket symbol we can the put signal? up in the sky? Yeah, we got to shoot. Yeah, I'll go yeah. up on the roof no, right it's now. Just the honey okay. bucket call to arms. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> honey bucket, Corey, honey where bucket are you? Honey bucket assemble! <laughs> All honey bucket employees! <laughs> but it's a bizarre situation. I would love a what are you kidding me follow up on this because mm-hmm. I'll be thinking about this throughout the holiday season. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And this was at the Ravens game. Okay. Does that make a difference? <laughs> Actually, yes, it does. <laughs> They're a very exciting team right now. Have this you been to Baltimore? Dark, Have you watched any television program yeah. about police activity? They all take place in Baltimore. Yeah. Hey, I drove right past it. All right, I'm yeah. just saying. I did. All right, and there you go, folks. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fitch Files. Yes, Claire. I think you should just play it. I think you're right. Yesterday was a very exciting day for me. It really was. We all, for everything, all the world After stopped. Minute, I was expecting an invitation back. They're called orders, Maverick. This is the new trailer with more footage. And again, and, let me uh, just point out. Oh. Did you see the female pilot, Phoenix? Yep. Yes. If you remember when we heard 
so long ago about uh, the new trailer about Top Gun Two. I said, "Oh my God, what if Maverick is obviously going to be the instructor and he's teaching?" And there is a fierce pilot, pilot, excuse me, that feels the need for speed, and she is Goose's daughter. Mm. But mm-hmm. and who happens? If, and we happen to see a pilot named Phoenix. I'm just wondering if they're right. using my plot. It's possible, but Miles Teller, we, the rumor was Miles Teller yeah. was hired to play Goose's son, and in this trailer, we finally get a couple of good looks at him. They made him look just like he Goose. He looks just like him. I, I think that was, They gave Miles yeah. Teller, like, plastic surgery. I think yeah. that was just intentional, like wasn't it? Or do we know that he's you playing think it's Goose's misdirection. son? It might be misdirection. It could very cool. well be misdirection. Cool. The name but, Phoenix is awfully big, you know, like... Easter egg. It means yeah. something. It, Phoenix uh, Phoenix means to rise from the ashes. Right. And, yes. and the main theme of Top Gun 1 was, you know what? If Let's you crash and burn, what do you do? You rise from the you, ashes. You rise, man. Yeah, you rise. Absolutely. I crashed and burned once. Whatever, I'm going to see. They've got, just take my money right this second because they've got it. Take um, me to bed or lose me forever, <laughs> And uh, Luke Bryan is probably going to get coal in his stocking if his mother has anything to do with it. He and his wife Caroline are once again doing another round of the 12 Days of Pranksmas where they run around and they do nasty pranks on people before Christmas. This time they got Luke's mom. They were playing golf when some apparently random woman psycho fan ran up to him and tackled him and started beating the crap out of him. And his mother freaked out. Turns out it was this like famous YouTube woman that Luke hired to do this. He's <laughs> laughing. And I would play the audio, yeah. but the language coming out of his mother oh, yeah. is very impressive. A steady a good, stream of obscenities. It's yeah. a good Christian Southern woman. Yeah. Sure oh. is. Yeah, this, yeah, the YouTube but, celebrity lady was on top of him. And mom ran over and just started taking shots at her. Right? <laughs> I love it. Don't mess with those good Southern women. Don't mess with the mama. What. That's it. You got the good, the bad, and the gossip. You've got the Fitz file. The legendary Fitz happens live. live. The Fitz show. My very own writer. I say my very own. My very own writer, the young. <laughs> walked into a GameStop, discovered him one time. I think my son Cooper had a late fee or something, and uh, <laughs> liked the youngin, and next thing you know, he's he's up in the studio, and I've got to learn a lot about Ryder the youngin. You have a, you have a whole bunch of family. Uh, I got a lot of family, yeah. And would you say that, I mean, are you estranged from your real dad? My biological father? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I barely know the guy. Okay. Uh, I, I've met him twice, actually. Uh, what's funny, the first time I met him was at the Family Fun Center, and they turned that into the police station. So I, I think I met him for like maybe like an hour where we talked a little bit, played some games, and then we went our so you, separate ways. So you first met him at the police station? No, 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 no. Oh. So it used to be a family fun center where you would okay, go and play games. I was games. confused there. For I'm they confused. turned it into the police station. So it's that same. It's right off Main Street. Do they sell the slides? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What, what kind of message is that sending, by the <laughs> but, way? <laughs> yeah, no, the second time I saw him was actually around Christmas time, and it was at Godfather's Pizza. Which is now a Mexican restaurant, yeah. and so uh, and and you have uh, a sister, I same have dad, two sisters, same dad, yeah, same dad. Uh, the oldest one I've talked to a little bit. Uh, she's not very interested in meeting, which is just because she she sides with my my biological father, who I don't. Is, really I was going to say, is she ashamed that you're on the show? No, she actually, oh. uh, yeah, she, she heard that Christmas shoes song you did. <laughs> she's like, no thanks. That was it. <laughs> uh, the second did she, sister. Did she hear you do this? Ma'am, I want to buy your <laughs> shoes. That would make me want to know collection, please. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve and your shoes are just my size. I'm what? Related to this guy? Yeah. Oh. 
No, so thank you. you. So you, you chat with one of the sisters who you have the same dad with, but there is yeah. there is one sister that you haven't ever met? I've never met her, and I wanted to when I was younger, but her mom wasn't super keen on it. She didn't want us to meet or have anything, like, didn't want us to know each other. Now, why is that? I don't know. Honestly, I always it always kind of, like, made me feel weird because- It feels I, like the, the maybe the parents kind of- Trash talking behind each yeah. other's oh, yeah. backs and this no, one and that sure, one. No, for sure, because I mean, I had three older brothers, which I was very close with, but we had separate, we had different dads, but that their dad was the one that raised me. So, you know, we were very close, but I never really had that bond, like, oh, that's my dad, that's what I want to be like. You know, Ma- right. Monty was great for me and, like, always will be my dad, but, like, you know. That- You're saying you found that in your stepdad. Yeah, I did. Right. Awesome. And, uh. But there was part of me that always just kind of wondered my biological sister, like, are we alike? Do do you have the same feelings that we have, like that I have towards my biological dad? Because it's our we have, we share that. So you're wanting to? Uh, is there something about this holiday season that you know makes you want to reach out to the sister that you never spoke with? And when are you going to do it? And how are you going to do it? That's I mean, why don't you just man. reach out, send her a message on Facebook, and say, well, "Sweet sissy." So there's two different scenarios here. Either one, I've already reached out to her, or two, it was the wrong person. I need to find the real one. Uh, I mean, how hard could that be, though? Don't I never got her last name? So I went off it, of what my dad's last name is, and I found a girl that kind of looked like a picture that I'd seen. Okay. I thought maybe that was her. She lives in Washington, and okay. I, I reached out and I said, "Hey, I think I might be your brother." And then it said red, and that was it. So I'm like, okay. Either she doesn't want anything to do with me, or that's totally well, the wrong you know, person. I don't think that's it because she would have like zero reason to not want to have anything to do with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's yeah. a, if she did get that and she does know that it's you. That's a that's a big thing for people. It's not easy just to reply. Oh, hey, great! It, that's like an emotional. Oh yeah, no, honey, she. Uh, she's significantly younger than you. Is she a kid? No, she's older than me. She, she's older she's than by, you. Well, the crazy thing. So my dad got around. Uh, she, uh, yeah, understood. <laughs> she was probably about. Well, I mean, I think you have like twenty-seven huh. brothers and sisters. Yeah, she's she's so, about yeah. a year older than me. Okay. Yeah. So, but, yeah. um, when is this going to begin? Uh, you know what? I, I'm actually, it it kind of sucks because uh, the only way that I know I can get the perfect information and everything is that I'll have to reach out to my biological dad. Oh, who okay. I don't talk to, and I haven't talked to in years since I was like twelve or thirteen. Dude, twenty-three and me, uh, ancestry.com. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've been be, thinking about it. it. Might help. DNA, one hundred percent. That writer, the millennial. Writer, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty-three yeah, no. and me. You'll, I mean, if she's done it, you'll be able to, or you'll right. be able to find all her. Yeah. Anybody who shares your DNA from Daddyo. And they've done that test, you'll find them. See, and I'm scared that it's going to be like, you know, uh, Johnny Cash. No, who, who was it that had all the kids? Wait, did you just say your dad, you're scared your dad's going to be Johnny Cash? No, like the Johnny Cash oh. scenario where he's got a bunch of estranged children. <laughs> well, best of luck to you on that. Thank you, man. Keep us updated. I will. I'm going okay. to reach out today. So, let's go. Fitz happens. It's the Fit Show. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody, what have we learned today for Wednesday, December 18th, 2019? And wherever you are, just let us know what you heard from our our witty banter, our discussions. Here's what I learned today from the show. I learned during Choose Your News that the key to a relationship isn't spending time together. Apparently, it's spending time alone and apart. I mean that's that's like enough. That's, Just enough time. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. I like I like my woman. I like my oh. wife. She's my best friend. Can't smother each other. Mm. 
we like, but you know what? People think we're crazy, and I know that you hate when we post stuff uh, about you know what it's like to be married and happy and stuff, Drew. <laughs> I know you hate that stuff, but we really like hanging out together. I just, I'm trying to figure out which one of you is the prisoner. <laughs> it honestly sort of de- it sort of depends on the day of the week. Next time there's a video. Great answer. Wait. That was the most honest answer I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I feel like there's no escaping. Yeah, yeah you guys are kind of a smothered and covered couple. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not yeah. a bad thing. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah. We're making marriage cool again. Me and Thomas Rhett. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Well, speaking of couples who probably should have found a little more me time, we uh, I learned today in Makeup or Breakup that we caught up with one of our old couples from somewhere back in the beginning of November, and it didn't work out for him. So Jesse just wouldn't get rid of those pictures, but really, it sounds like when Jesse called in, it was kind of more Mark's issue. He was being sort of controlling and refusing to let her go. Well, if you're just tuning in, Makeup or Breakup was crazy today, oh, and yeah. you should tune mm-hmm. into the podcast. Just look for The Fit Show. All right, Claire, what about you? What have we learned today? I that somehow after 25 years and being played non-stop in the month of December, Mariah Carey's song All I Want for Christmas Is You was never a number one hit until this week and now it is for the first time ever number one on Billboard. And here it is. By the way, it's my favorite Christmas song. Hey, right or the young? What about you? Oh, uh, well today on the show I actually learned all of your guys' favorite Christmas movies or Christmas specials and I learned that none of you guys consider... It's not, it's not all you guys's. All you guys It's all you guys. Mm-hmm. Or y'all. You can't, you can't say all you guys is. All right. Well, I learned that all y'all's favorite Christmas movies. Your. Your Christmas movies. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What's happening? I learned all you guys' favorite Christmas movies, and I learned that you guys don't consider Batman Returns a Christmas movie, which breaks my heart. Yeah. And it's not. It is. It is. Is that the one that I've been kissed by a rose on the grave with the seal song in it? No, that, we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> I was about to tell you you're right. It's a Christmas movie, but I changed my mind. <laughs> my power, my pleasure, my pain, baby. For me, Did you know that when it's known? Is that Aaron Neville or Seal? That's Seal. <laughs> Have a great day, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. My name is Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Claire. I'm Ryder the Youngin. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.